welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I am your host. Uh, so, um, website, yeah, that's where I wanted to go. Uh, website is uh, thedetailsolutionspodcast.com. That's where you can find all the links to where to listen to the podcast. That's where we have the merch store where you guys can go and buy some merch, t-shirts, hoodies. Um, we got a baseball cap on there. If anybody is looking for a hat, it's uh, the 3D puffy printed embroidery kind of style. Um, and we also have the um, preferred vendor page. Uh, the preferred vendor page is where all our sponsors are. Uh, has a link directly to their site. So you can just, it's like a click here button, click there, take you right to their site. And in the description for that vendor, we also have the uh, Detail Solutions podcast code that you can use and what percentage you get off of uh, those sites. So please go there, check that out. Also, make sure that you guys are liking, sharing, subscribing to the podcast, please, wherever you're listening to it at. That way, you know, hit that notification button. That way, you guys are getting the, uh, the alert. Uh, when the new episodes drop, even though you guys all know Sunday night and Thursday morning is when the episodes drop and reviews, you know, um, if you guys can go and drop us, you know, leave us a nice review that just like with your business in Google, it just helps us with Spotify and with um, Apple, you know, to be able to get suggested to people like, hey, you listen to this, you might like this because of the reviews. So please go leave us a review. Appreciate that. Um, but, 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 I'm trying to think. Oh, the um, hotline um, powered by Enzo. We, um, you know, we took some phone calls on the last episode. It was kind of fun. Uh, the number is 689-610-2275. Again, that'll be in the show notes. Uh, but that's available at any time. If you guys want to call night or day, um, call the middle of the night. I don't care. It's turned off on my nightstand. I'll see it the next morning or something, but leave us a message. We want you guys interacting into the show. We want to be able to, you know, have you guys, you know, leave a message so we can play it in future episodes. Um, they don't all have to be corny or funny, like the ones that Aaron Knox has been leaving. Um, but yeah, you know, if you got a question, you know, if you got a topic or, you know, if you just want to, you know, Baba us, whatever, you know, I'll play it. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Um, okay. So going to jump into it. So tonight's guest all the way from the great white North, right? Great white North. That's Canada. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, is Andrew St. Pierre. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Oh man. You know, it's uh Friday night. Um, you know, everybody doesn't know the technical difficulties that you and I just went through, <laughs> but yeah, it's going about like that. So <laughs> listen, man, I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you came on. This is, this is cool. You know, um, I like the international, uh, detailers getting on here more. So that's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Hopefully my story can give some inspiration. Yeah, man. So, you know, when did you, when did you know when's the the what's the ah man blah, 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 <laughs> tonight what's the where the when the how the why you know that you got into detailing so i i've owned a few businesses before this uh so i did woodworking before this i did trim and houses and finished carpentry just way different than detailing um 
wasn't really digging that business anymore. Went into a sales job to sell woodworking tools because that was easy for me at the time and I didn't want to be burnt out in a different business. So I stopped the woodworking business. Um, when selling woodworking tools, I started making regular money. I bought a new car. Um, then I started detailing my car. The car was like in feed. I'm like, well, how the hell do you wax a car? I'm like, so like, whatever. Went to like the big box store, bought any, I had no idea, literally nothing. Let's watch yeah. YouTube quickly. And then, so I started washing my car. I think it was like three times a week, something ridiculous. Like people around me, like you're obsessive. Like right, right. you are a nut. Like you have a problem. I'm like, okay. So then I started watching YouTube and there's detailers and like they're making money and they're coding cars. I didn't even know what ceramic was, but sure. And then, so I looked and I said, the biggest struggle I had with woodworking was I didn't have a mentor and it sucked because you're learning things for the first time and it's always a struggle and it was never fun. Like not really versus now. So I just literally Googled car detailers and I reached out to Dean Ferrandados. He's my mentor. And I reached out to him to say, well, you teach me, I will pay you whatever you want. He reached out. He was so ecstatic. He's like, yes, the more people know what they're doing, the better the industry is, blah, blah, right. blah, and all that stuff. I'm like, this is weird. Like I'm used to like old Italian guys in woodworking that would like hit you if you try to ask them for their secrets, like, <laughs> yeah, like totally I, different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm like, okay. So I met him for the first time, scared out of my mind. I had no idea. And that was like four and a half, five years ago. So wow. when from that, I, uh, with Dean, I trained with him and I said, you know what? And I was paying him and I said, how about I work for you for free? And he's like, okay. So I was there for like weekends. I sold my full-time job. I'd go there after work. And I'd go on the weekends to his house and I'd work for him for free. People around me thought that was stupid too. Like you're working yeah. for free. Right, right. But I'm like, I'm learning every single thing this guy does. Like every single thing. And I would never, like if someone came to me and said, I'd probably pay them. That's me. But I remember doing that. But you learn everything. Everything. I see all the, I have no risks. Like let's say I broke something. I'm not a, I have no risk. He has all the risk right, that we exactly. did. Yeah. But I like, yeah, I did that for about, probably a year and I worked for him for free and I learned everything he did and we paint corrected cars. We learned different things. And then, um, I started working on the side. This was like in the fall. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm like, fine, I'll do it on the side. It's not going to be busy and whatever. So then I got my first customer. I think it was like in November or December and in Canada, it gets cold. Like we cannot wash outside. <laughs> like, like that's not a thing. So I remember I just asked Dean, I go, can I use your garage? He's like, yeah. So my first customer was in his garage and that's how it started and um yeah ever since then we've been working together and it's it's been really cool and it's something where i send them a lot of works like now i'm busy and sure they're i want my car done right now I go, okay call this guy like he gets probably like a lot like thousands of dollars in work off our overflow nice. which is cool yeah that's a big thing where sorry i'll let you talk in a sec um it's a big thing where like it's not competition Right. Like that's like my biggest pet peeve when I hear guys like, oh, this guy beside me is moving some cars. Be his friend. I mean, there's some people that are at war with you, and that's not yeah. my philosophy. Yeah. But be their friend. Like we all benefit. The more people I know, okay, I don't do tinting, I'll send you to a tent guy that I know or whatever. It it just works. Yeah. No, and that's cool that you did a um, you know, that you kind of worked with him for free in a in a way, because it's almost like an apprenticeship, right? I mean, like if you think about like you know, take the woodworking, you know, woodworking, usually, you know, black, um, blacksmithing, you know, those types of things you do an apprenticeship where you're, you know, basically doing, you know, working for free or internship or whatever, you know? So, you know, for people to think that that was kind of crazy, like, I don't, 
you know, maybe, yeah, cause you're not making money, but you, but you still had your other job. You said, um, but yeah, you know, like it's, it's not too crazy because there's a lot of people that are interning for, you know, crazy jobs that they're not making, you know, hardly anything or anything. I mean, you think about these lawyers, big time law firms, you know, they're, they're trying to get an internship or, I mean, I've got a friend, you know, now here locally, she's on like one of the biggest morning radio um, shows in Orlando, but, you know, she had to do internship and basically work for free, you know, to get into the radio thing. So I think that's kind of cool. Maybe, maybe more detailers should do that, should do an apprenticeship or an, or an interning thing. And then maybe we wouldn't have kind of the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the lower quality detailers we have in the industry that everybody complains about yeah and, and why i could see it and why other people couldn't i had the vision like i knew right when i started i'm like this is going to be the next thing i don't feel right. like i'm working like when i was new i wasn't eating lunch like i would start at like eight o'clock in the morning not eat all day which is terrible yeah and then i would be in a car like in a car all day like whatever and i didn't even didn't feel like work and that's the thing is i had the vision and dean obviously saw it and yeah the the internship i did with him i don't regret even a part of it at all like not even any of it and yeah it just and what else it did too was i when i started my business after that i was leaps and bounds but anybody else that would just get a bucket and say i wash cars and yeah. like because i saw it i saw the tools you needed i saw i had all the tools i had everything set up it wasn't like i'm just okay what is a steamer right it's like i have it all i literally and i I had it all. It was all set up and I was ready to go. So it prepares you that way. Yeah, no. And, and that's, that's, that's great. I mean, cause there, there are a lot of people who, you know, and we've had them on the show that, that they, you know, Hey, you know, I do a great job washing and waxing my own car. My mom asked me to do it. My cousin asked me to do it. My neighbor asked me to do it. And then they're, you know, kind of just growing off of that and then having to learn because then somebody will come to them at some point and be like, want more, want a paint correction or want a ceramic coating. And then they're having to go out and try to figure it out. And then that's kind of the last place you want to figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's great. The way that you did it. Hey, Jason, you heard of hot girl summer, right? Of course. Who hasn't? Well, smooth sack summer is slowly coming to an end. And if you haven't been scaping for the summer sun, it's not too late to sweep your sack of those pesky pubes. As summer comes to an end and we enter fall, keep your boys clean and fresh just in time for fresh ball fall. Well, Alex, Manscaped is a leader in below the waist grooming and is here to make sure your pubes feel smoother than a beach ball and smell fresher than your girl's pumpkin spice. Start the new season the right way and join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code DSP at manscaped.com. Yeah. And it was all like, what made it easier for me too, was it's no risk. Like every, like the first hood that we did was I was right, he was right beside me. Like, he's like, this yeah. is what you do. Like there's, there was no risk. Or the other thing is when I was on my own, I could always call him and be like, this is what I ran into. How do you fix this? Right. And you have all these answers. And that's, what's weird about this industry versus others is, other industries don't have that. Like I could go on a Facebook group and I, I'm not in Facebook groups that often, but like good ones. And I'll ask a question. You'll get 30 different answers. Like that yeah. doesn't exist. And, and some of them are ridiculous, but you'll get 30 answers that 
you know, you'll siphon through and you're not like, you don't really have to learn things on your own. Like you really don't, like there's no excuse for like a lot of people. And I see in the groups all the time, oh, I have to close my detailing business. I have no work. It's like, how, like, I get, you don't have work. I mean, like you're asking the wrong question. How do I get more work? Right. Like, yeah. Like the answers are there. It's they're, they're all there. It's just you. <laughs> Yeah. And that's, that's, I feel like it's somebody that's just not motivated to, they're not doing, they're not doing the right marketing. They're not um, presenting themselves right or whatever, because there's plenty of work out there. It's just, you know, getting the people to find you there, you know, it, it, it's, I, I think it's stinks of guys are shutting down or girls are shutting down their businesses in any way, because, you know, I mean, it's, it has happened because of, you know, the recent events and in, in the world and whatnot, but if you're marketing, right, if you're planning, right. And if you're doing things right, you, you, you shouldn't have to close down. I feel. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is too, they're asking the wrong questions. They, the next question should be, who do I mentor with or who do I do business coaching with? Like, for example, one of the best things I ever did was reach out to Ivan LaCroix and say, I want to do coaching with you. Yeah. Um, and the reason why is that guy is a wealth of not any money I paid him doesn't even put a dent in what he's made me. Um, I've been with him for about a year and a half year over year. My profits after coaching with him went up 500%. Nice. Like a stupid amount like that. That's the right question. And, or uh, another one's detailers roadmap. I have a detailers roadmap site. He is a wealth of knowledge too. Where like, you don't like, you ask him a question. He'll say, this is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do. Like, I, I didn't know Google. I didn't use Google my business before him. I really didn't. I'd be like, oh yeah, here's a car. Shiny picture yeah. of a car. Why not? <laughs> I didn't know what it was. So I would just, then after that, he's like five posts a day or whatever it is. And I, I started doing that. And once I started seeing like, crap like we are this is free like i'm sure i do pay-per-click i do all that and the second thing i learned with this business outsource and this is from ivan outsource everything you hate doing yeah if you can afford it which most time you can and the other thing is too once you outsource it i have more time to sell what i like to sell so it pays for itself exactly. so like i hired uh, a girl that does all my social media like everything all my organic posts she doesn't do ads for me but she'll do all my organic posts and that um she does tons of detailers now that's sarah to inclusive management and inclusive media management and she like and what i like about that is when i used to do social media posts it was on my lunch i had a sandwich in one hand i'm writing the facebook message with my other thumb yeah. and i'm trying to slide the post i'm like oh i gotta stay current i gotta post <laughs> my one picture every three days or whatever i used to do yeah now with her, it's like, I just send her the pictures. They're in your able. So she has access to your able. She goes inspections, click, download, download, download. And then every week she has a system where she just assigns the post to me. I approve it, change what I want to change, change the text, whatever. And they go up and they're done. Nice. See, and that's awesome because that's, so that's one of the reasons why I had, um, I decided to have Chris do my Google, my business is because, you know, I feel like I could write a description about, about, you know, whatever, but I feel like I might not use the correct keywords. Yeah. Right. So Chris's, Chris's people, his, his Google, my business, you know, people wizards, right. They're going to write, you know, they're going to say probably the same thing I would say, but they're going to have all the right keywords in there that, you know, by them posting it, I'm probably going to get more hits on it versus if I posted it. And again, it just comes down to those keywords. And I think that that's, that's super important. And that's cool that you have somebody on the social media side for you 
um, that, you know, can take what you give her in a picture, maybe, you know, she has some detailing background or, or you, you say, Hey, look, this is kind of it. And she's able to kind of do the same thing, right? She's able to say the same thing that you would say, but she's hitting those right keywords. Um, and, and you're right, you know, like sometimes it's hard. You, you're, you're sitting there eating or, you, you know, you go home with your family and you're like, oh man, I didn't make any posts today. And you're like, oh, you know, it's hard, you know, it's, it, yeah, you're right. It's, it's so much better just to pay somebody to do it. I know, you know, my wife hates, hates it all the time. I, I use the terminology, you got to spend money to make money. She hates it because she's like, no, you don't, no, you don't, no, you don't, you're supposed to save money. And I'm like, listen, like in, to me in advertising and marketing, like that's where you definitely have to spend money to make money because if you're not, if you're not doing it yourself, then you're doing yourself a disjustice. Well, and it all depends. Like I haven't really got me hooked onto what's your time worth. Like, right. What is your time worth? Oh, How much do you make per doing car or per coding a car? And whatever that number is, is it really worth you wasting that time listen, struggling? Listen, I finally talked my wife into letting us get a yard guy, right? Yard guy cost me $160 a month. He comes every week, right? She's like, but you can do it. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, it takes me an hour to do it on my day off that I only really get like maybe one a week. And my time in the shop is worth a hundred bucks. I'd rather pay some guy $30, you know, for him to come out, you know, once a week, you know, for $160 a month or whatever. And I sit on my ass for that hour and, you know, enjoy myself. So no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. What is your time and, worth? And by doing that, it gives you more time. So like, I'm not like at the end, if I have a busy day, I'm selling, like I am moving oh, yeah. coatings so like that to me is worth it. But at the end of the day, when I get home, I'm not working more than eight hours, like maybe yeah. sometimes, but rarely. And that's yeah. especially on a card. Never. Maybe like if I'm doing a quick post or like something I have to change or an email that from an important customer, I might answer it. But on a cart, never. What like before Ivan, I used to be in the garage like nine in the morning till I would go late. I would have two back to back and do whatever, like stupid things. Right. And after that, he's like, no, 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 no. You're not efficient. And that's where really he made me a lot of money. The second thing was I got a second phone where all my personal people in my life have one phone. The business has a separate phone because what I used to do is I'm a business owner. If I see an email or it's like, Oh, yeah. I want to approve this coding. I'm not going to say no. I'm just all oh, click. And then right. even, it, wall of the clock at night. I don't care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, blah, 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 all excited, ready to go. Versus now with the separate phone, it adds you that separation where I don't right. feel like right. I have to you look get, at that. Other yeah, you can I literally it. lock it in a box. Yep. Like <laughs> it's yeah. gone. And it gives a sense of relaxation too. And especially like when it is chaotic you need that separation. Yeah. And that, that was always my problem when I left the car wash, because most of my clients had my number, you know, I was just like, ah, just use my cell phone number, you know, again, not thinking, you know, seven years down, six years down the line, go, you know, getting ready to go into our seventh, start our seventh year that now, you know, I have more people calling my phone number for business than I have, friends or family <laughs> calling yeah. my number, you know, and I've just kind of learned to deal with it. I mean, I, there's been times where I was like, ah, maybe I should get us, you know, another line, a dedicated line. Um, you know, but then it's, you know, I, and then I know it's an easy change, but our, you know, our website 
has the number on it. Our business cards had the numbers on it. Like everything had my cell phone number on it. So it was either make my cell phone number, my permanent like business number and get a new cell phone number for myself, which I've had this cell phone number for like 15 years. So like, it's, you know, kind of hard, um, you know, or vice versa and then have to spend the money to, um, you know, go, go in and change everything. Um, so I just let it ride. I mean, I'm not, I'm not that busy. I can, I can, I can choose to ignore a phone number if I want to, I feel. Yeah. I, I just, my, I'm the opposite. I'm type a, like a lot of people. And if I see someone's like, I'm closing a $3,000 job, I'm going to click on it and I'm going to call them back no matter what time it is. And I'm going to versus if I spent whatever it is, a thousand dollars on the other phone for me, and then just tell the close 10 people, this is my new phone number. Call me here, text me here it's way easier and it also gives you that separation where like maybe you do have those few people in business where like they think they're your friends but they don't know yeah and you're kind of texting oh let's go get a beer or whatever it's nice to have it separated where you know what like i don't want you know my personal phone number i'll talk to you in business hours like just right. like stuff like that it is nice and also you get the weird customers that try and call you at 10 o'clock at night about soap like like just like weird <laughs> yeah. stuff like yeah like no i don't need to talk to you about that at 10 o'clock well, at night yeah, that's I, I've got one. Um, although he's kind of a friend. Uh, that's where they get you. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a friend who became a client. And I remember I remember we were recording a podcast one night, you know, and it was like, I don't know, we were doing a late one, I think. Um, I think we were doing like an hour and a half or two hour one. So we were like, you know, 930, almost 10 o'clock my time. And he's like shooting me a message about, you know, uh, about his car or something like that. And, uh, and I said something and I was like, hang on a second. I got a, I got a, a, you know, like a text coming in or whatever. I was like, I'll just edit this out. And Bruno's like, and Bruno was asking me, he's like, who, who the hell's texting you this late at night? And I was like, one of my clients, he's like, Oh, hell no. <laughs> I was like, I was like, but I kind of like you, right? Like money's money. Like I'm, I'm up. I was recording a podcast. Like I'll just take two seconds to tell him like, yeah, I'll come by and do your car because I want to make the money. But, but yeah, you know, at that point I probably should have just not answered. It's in healthy boundaries. And I think it's yeah. something where, and I've also noticed the more boundaries you set up and the more things where you structure like a business, the more money you'll make. There'll be yeah. more people that will respect me and wait for a quote, like if it, like, for example, all my quotes, I have a CRM on the back end that handles all the quotes. So if they send a quote, it'll text them and email them. So these are our business hours, blah, 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 blah. More people will wait for my quote that I'm going to send them. I'll send them as soon as I can when I get through yeah. in the morning, but most, more people will wait just to see, cause I set those boundaries up versus the guy that replies to them at eight o'clock at night and says, Oh yeah, this is my quote. They're scared about that. It's like, why is he doing that? Versus right. the guy that's making them wait. Oh shit. He's busy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I've done that. I get, I get emails, you know, from, you know, like you, the, the form producers on, on detailers roadmap. Um, I'll get those kind of late at night and, and well, not really late at night. I mean like six thirty, seven o'clock or whatever, but it's after business hours, you know, and I'll, I'll wait, you know, I'll wait until the morning because I also feel like, like they might've filled that form out then, or, or I don't know, maybe they filled it out a little bit earlier, but it's just now hitting my, my mailbox, maybe two hours later or something like that. And so I always feel like, okay, I'm going to respect their boundaries. I'm not going to message somebody back or text them or call them. However, it says to, to contact and the form producer, um, 
you know, after, after business hours. So I, 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 I do that on my end and, and, you know, for the most part, people, I just, again, he's a buddy. So, you know, he, he can text me at any time of the night sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. You just got to watch. I had a few like in, they are like, I do have a lot, but then I also looked, I'm like, like I'm working all the time now. Like that's where it was, where it's like, it feels like I'm working. And like, I love detailing. That's, that's a different part about like woodworking where it felt like work this, I could talk about cars and coatings oh, all night long. Like, it doesn't feel like work, but other people around me, they're like, you work like a lot. I'm like, I'm not working on cars a lot. Like, no, no, no. Like you're on the phone, you're texting people, you're looking at your email, you are, you work a lot. I'm like, oh, maybe I do. And that's where like it really helped where I got the second phone. I, um, I got a CRM for the back end that did trickle campaigns and stuff for funnels and all that. And it made it a lot easier. So like, I just literally look at the CRM I use and goes, okay, yep, this guy's waiting for a quote, type it in, call him, whatever. And then you can move them. And I can see where they're at. It makes a big difference in saving time. And they also, the CRM will follow up with them later. So like, I don't follow up on my quotes. I just go bloop, put them in. Oh, I sent them a quote three days later, text them, call like uh, emails them. And then they're like, Oh, you're so nice. You're the only guy that followed up with us. I didn't follow up with you, <laughs> but it says, it says I did. And when they right. reply back, I just see it obviously, but yeah, yeah, it makes a big difference. Like time. That's something Ivan really gave me was because we did that. Me and Dean uh, brought him to Windsor, Ontario, where we're from. And uh, we did his efficiency training. Cause I've been with him just talking for a long time, but we brought him down here. And that's a big thing that really made a difference was how are you using your time and what is your time worth and how much does your time cost? And that's the other thing too, where like detailers where like, I look at some of these pricings and it's not, not low. I'm not saying that, but even like professional guys where they'll take a job and, Oh, it took me uh, eight hours to do this car for, it's like, like whatever. And in the beginning, that's what's going to happen. You're learning, but how much money they go, Oh, I made whatever. I made $30 an hour. It's great. You didn't make $30 an hour. Your business charged you this, 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 this. Oh, well, uh, no, well, I guess that makes a difference. That's something where he taught me where it's like, how much is your insurance? If you have insurance, which you should, Yeah. how much is the insurance? How much is, uh, do you have a fund if you get sick or get hurt? Do you like all these different things that people don't think about? And it's something where, you know, (laughs) you should. Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, you always have to think of your, your overhead, your charges, your expenses and all that stuff as, as a percentage and then how much of, you know, that percentage, you know, is a, is a breakdown in hourly. So you're right. You know, like you, Oh, I made $30 an hour. And you're like, Oh no, really you didn't. And even the guys like myself that are charging a hundred dollars an hour or whatever, I mean, we're still not really making a hundred dollars an hour because you got probably, I mean, I don't, I don't break it down, but I would imagine you probably have anywhere between maybe 20 and 30% of that, that has to go back into, you know, chemical cost or whatever, or sometimes even, even more, you know, depending on, um, you know, what you're doing, you know, to, you know, to pay for that, that your chemical costs, your, your cost of running the business for that day, electric light, you know, electric water rent, you know, and all that stuff, if you did a breakdown. So no, no, you're definitely right, man. Um, I want to take a break and let's do a, a commercial real quick and then, uh, we'll be right back. 
Hi, I'm Corey, mobile detailer, taking a moment to express my pride in using auto fiber microfiber products. Whether I'm drying a vehicle, wiping off a detail spray, or applying a ceramic coating, auto fiber has me covered with a microfiber solution. If you're looking for high quality microfiber, check out auto fiber at www.autofiber.com and use code DSP for 10% off your order. All right. So, um, what other things do you, um, you know, getting into with, you know, with your shop and everything. I know um, I saw a post that you're getting ready to move um, shop. So is this like a uh, looking for a bigger shop because you're so busy or are you just looking for a new, new location type thing? So right now I just operate in a garage, my house It's two and a half car garage. um, And I have two employees. I made a big difference too. And that space, we can only do one car at a time. So it's tough, especially with, um, I mean, the coatings we use, it's not like it's only a four hour waiting time for it to get wet, but still is a lot of my guys, like they only work half the day or versus like with the new shop is 3000 square feet. We can do five cars at once, four cars at once. And it's more so just having the room for the cars to sit is what we would struggle with. And also you don't want to piss off your neighbors. Like I'd bribe all the neighbors and give them gift cards and stuff, just which we were, we're not loud. Detailers shouldn't be loud. We're not having generators running or anything, right. but um, you just don't want to get them mad. So like, I wouldn't like have cars lined up and down the street or anything weird. I would try and book it strategically where one car's leaving, one car's coming in. Like as just, it, it's extra work. So with the new shop, we're excited for that. Um, what we do now, like what our bread and butter is now is mostly coatings. And that's what really came up this year was we did, uh, so last year with the pandemic, we obviously did a lot of cars. We did a lot of interiors. We did some ceramics as well this year. So like before I'd probably say like last year, we're probably like 75% interiors, 25% ceramic. We were steady though. Like there wasn't a day where we could just sleep. Right. Uh, this year, we are the opposite. We're 75% ceramic, 25% interiors. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's um, with all the government subsidies and whatever, uh, if people like, cause maybe people with interiors, they don't really had the money. And then with the subsidies they did or whatever, but this year we're doing a lot more ceramics. It's also, we're advertising differently. I have Chris now. So there is that too, where he, that's made a difference and also our sites made a difference but we're also better at pay-per-click so we're getting a lot of the coding jobs now um what i want to do in the future is kind of have it all under one roof so i want to uh first like in the beginning we'll sub out the tint ppf jobs and then eventually hopefully bring it all in where we can do it um i do have a lot of friends in the industry so like i'll send jobs here send them there and then they'll give me a kickback or however we work it out um that's where I see it. And right now, like what I like to do is make it easy for customers, like on our social media. And this was kind of a good tip that a friend gave me, not in detailing. And he said, make yourself a local expert. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Because like, I can put money into advertising. I get a crazy amount of people that um, notice me. I just, he said, just make these little tip videos and put them on Facebook. Like, Okay. okay. So I'm like, like what? He goes like stuff like, I don't know. How, did, how do you restore headlights? I don't know how you do that. So I did a video, my first video ever, how to restore headlights. I then went into all the Facebook community groups around me and said, hi, I'm Andrew. I detail cars. This is how you restore headlights. No one in their right mind is going to go home and go and restore headlights. They're going to say, you know what? I'm going to call this guy and then I'm just going to have him do it. 
So now I live in a town, uh, Windsor has about uh, 200,000 people, if not 200 to 250. And then I live in a small town, LaSalle, beside it, we have about 30,000. Okay. So I, and LaSalle is usually higher um, income. So that's where we flourish very well. That's where we are right now. Um, so whatever, I started doing these videos and like literally just, uh, I don't know, how to use detail spray, how to use tire shine, uh, how to clean between the seat, how to clean glass, how to, um, why you need uh, like formed fitting mats for your car, uh, how to get rid of salt buildup, how to get rid of bugs, stuff like that. After about doing that, and I've been doing that for about two and a half years, I get so much people that come to me and I'll be walking through, even just in town at going through the store, all these people start looking at me like, that's the car guy. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing ever. Like, it is so weird, but I don't pay for that. Right. I don't pay. And then yeah. I told them, I'm like, you know what? Like, it makes sense. And then people will ask me like in the community groups, like, oh, I want to get my car detail. Where should I go? It's like 90, 10. Oh, Excelsior, Excelsior, Excelsior. And I look and like my employees will they're in there too. And I look and I say, you know what? Like 80% of those people never been to me. Yeah. They just watch the videos. So I go, that that's kind of cool. So if you can do that in your local area, and this is something that I don't think is ever said anywhere is just make quick video. They don't have to be selling stuff. I don't sell crap. That's not what I'm saying. But what right. I'm saying is show people how to do it. Like, how yeah. do you wash your car? Like, cause there's tons of people where, they'll never use me. They don't need to use me. They like working on their car, but they learn something. Right. Exactly. And, and you're right where, where a lot of the people will see that and be like, well, I need it, but I'm not going to go through all that. Um, you know, an example I just had this week was one of my good clients. Um, I've been taking care of him since like my car wash days and he's got a 2014 Range Rover. He usually drives them into the ground before he gets a new one. And, um, the 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 door handle on the inside where you pull the door shut right like the leather's worn off of that uh so i reached out to brian guy and um because he's here local with me and he does a lot of leather repair stuff and everything with color lock and and swiss fax and i was like hey man you know like could you fix this and he's like oh yeah man you know like it'll be like x amount of dollars and you know yeah i'll come do it and and I told him, I said, well, the guy's got like all the buttons on the dashboard, you know, the rubber is starting to turn like that, that sticky. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, Swiss Fox has got a thing, you know, it's just a real light, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but, you know, he, he, he might not want to do that. You know, that's, it might be a little bit more pricey. So I go back and I talk to my client. I'm like, Hey, my, my, my real good friend, you know, does leather repair. I can fix your door handle. He's like, Oh yeah, Absolutely. And I was like, and your buttons, he's like, oh yeah, stickiness. He's like, you know, I just got some goo gone or goof off or whatever. And he's like, I lightly did one button and it came out. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Cause you know, like he could do that too while he's fixing your door. And he's like, done deal. How I don't even care. Just to tag it on. So, I mean, you're right. Like he was that, that type of client who, who found a way to fix it himself, but knows that it's, going to be way more time consuming than than he wants and again i think that goes back to like what's his worth you know i mean he owns a multi-million dollar aerial lift company that services all of um florida for the most part so you know is his time you know worth him sitting in the garage with a with a microfiber and some goof off or goo gone or whatever or is it like pay me and brian a few hundred dollars or whatever to just do it for him you know so yeah. And it's this peace of mind. And 
they're yeah. more than happy and it's not even like anything expensive like you could even just teach people anything like will we started selling um paint pens and showing how to do stone chip okay. touch up and i tell people i say okay i can do it it's 50 bucks for me to touch up these stone chips it takes five minutes i can do it 50 bucks or i'll show you how to do it you buy the pen for 30 dollars, and you can do it at home the amount of people that okay there's some they'll say i'll do it at home just show me how to do it yeah. Not, they don't care. They don't want to do it. They'll, I'll give them the pen after. They'll bring me that exact same pen back next year and say, oh, you know what? 50 bucks, just touch them all up again. Okay. But like, that's the point. I'll, I have tons of videos how to do that. That's right. easy. That's not something that's hard. Just, boop, 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 but they don't want to touch it. They don't even want to think, just have Andrew do it. Go, yeah. Go. No, that's awesome. I mean, I think that's something that's a, that's a good, a good tip because I, was, I don't know a lot of people who are who are doing that as detailers, you know, no. I think, I think a lot of detailers kind of get in that mindset of, you know, well, I don't want to teach somebody to do it. Cause then they'll never come to me, but you've got a good point. Most of the time people are going to look at it and be like, that's too hard. I'd rather just pay somebody or I don't have the time. I'd rather just pay somebody. And it's not even that if you teach somebody one time and let's say you, whatever, you can teach them anything. The next, when they buy a new car, who do you think they're going to get a coding with? Yeah. It's you. Yeah. And it's another thing in the videos, you don't realize it, but your, your mannerisms, they're getting comfortable with you. So when people come into my shop, <clears throat> I've had people walking, Hey buddy, how are you? They watch me every day. Yeah, They've yeah. watched they know 300 who you are. videos. Yeah. 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 It's weird. The first time it happened, like, Oh my God, I've never met you before. Like you've acted like we've known each other for like two years to them. They have, they watch my videos every, whatever we do them on Mondays and Wednesdays, every Monday, once they click and watch the three minutes, then they, whatever. They think they know me and yeah. they do. They know everything about me. They know how I do cars. They know my mannerisms. They know how I talk. They're all excited. So it's a trust thing. They'll watch you and they trust anything you say. And it's true. You're not being deceitful, but right. it, there's those walls are gone. Yeah. Um, I, man, I apologize to whoever said it. Um, Kelly Harris, I think it was. Um, he had a great thing. And I think you're kind of hinting around to it right now, kind of a very similar thing is, you know, it's, it's how to polish the customer. You know, it's not about polishing the cars. It's how to polish the customer. And it's, it's your mannerisms. It's the way that you speak. It's the way that you talk to them. It's the way that you treat them, right? Like you're polishing them. You're making them feel comfortable with you. And, and I thought that that was really great when Kelly said that on the podcast and the things that you're saying, right now are to me like very parallel yeah. that um with that saying and that's that's something i think a lot of detailers are you know i mean let's let's face it you know a lot of detailers get into this because it's maybe their only avenue or or whatever and they are a little rough around the edges and they kind of come off as you know um oh if you don't like it you know fuck you whatever you know i mean I, I i see it on facebook all the time these people get on and make posts like customer came in and said they were going to do this or i needed to do this and you know i told them to get the fuck out of my shop whatever um so yeah i mean the, those are the people that i feel aren't doing it right um and you got to polish the customer and you got to make them like you said feel like they know you and like your guys are best friends even though you're not and that <clears throat> it's one of those things too. It exactly is their best friends. I get more referrals from like, I'll ask them, Oh, so-and-so recommend you. I have no idea who that is. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. But I, I just bought my brand new car and he said, you have to get coded by Andrew. That's the only place to go to. Don't go anywhere else. Whatever. I, like, there's no pay-per-click ads. They're going to be a customer like that. Yeah. They're, they're closed. They don't even know what the price is. They're already ready to go. They're okay. Take my money. Here, yep, exactly. you're, you're the guy. 
Exactly. And, and that's, that's great. So you can make that, but what do you do when they get here and what do you do after? And that's where I find a lot of people like detailers ask me, like the first thing they ask me is how do you do so much? Like I hire people, yeah. like for example, like I, yeah, sure. Me and my employee, we might do a whole month's worth of videos in an hour and one day, and then I send them to Sarah and she cuts them all up and has to listen to my voice for however long she does when she edits it. And I'm sure it's not great, but she's watched me for way too long. Right. Um, yeah. But that's it. Where they're like, how do you do so many cars? And then you have all these videos that come out and then you're also doing your accounting. Then you're doing your, I'm like, I don't do it all. I do the videos one day a month. And then they all come out and then we'll do like TikToks or reels doing stupid things or cars moving around or whatever. And then she handles all that and she takes care of all that. But the next thing is, what do you have to call your customers to come back? So like you're able right, right in the beginning and I'm sorry for plugging, but no, you're able, you're We're able means such a big <laughs> difference for me is because everything that we're doing is all there. Like my employees, it's on their phone. They can look at their phone and say, oh, what am I working on tomorrow? I'm doing this. Oh, great. I can't wait to go to work. That also goes the other way when you have a bad day when it's like three vans of interiors. They'll text me, oh, I don't want to go to work. Tomorrow. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, I can't make it. I saw we're doing a semi today. I can't make it in today. I'm sick. Yeah. But it oh, makes sense. tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be there early. Yeah. yeah. I'll be there early waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it makes a big difference because it's all there. Or they, like I've had an employee before where they'll see it. They'll go up to the customer and say, why aren't you getting the windshield coated? Like, it's not me. I haven't even talked to them yet. I've right. had one come up. Why? Like, what do you mean? Well, you need it done. Like, that's, it makes the water beat up, whatever. And I'll walk over and I didn't know he did this. And I walked over and he goes, he said I should get the windshield done. Do you think so? Well, yeah, obviously I think so. Yeah. I'm not going to say, but it's stuff like that where he doesn't make commission. He's like, well, it doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't you do this? You're here anyway. It's whatever. It's not much money. Right. You're spending the stuff like that where you're able kind of gives you the opportunity. That's not what they mean it to. But the other thing is too, is we don't really have no shows. And if they do, it's, they're being very obvious. They don't want like it texts them the day before they get scheduled. It's sent, we send them a quote, it's all on paper. So right. like when you do a quote process with us, I want it to be as easy and as fluid as it possibly can be. I want it to be where you talk to me on the phone. I'm not, this is the standard detailer call. Hi, I want to stream a coding. Yeah, polisher is still running in the back and you hear the Rupes squealing. He has it in his headphones. Yeah, it's going to be $1,400. And uh, yeah, I do everything. That's it. Click. Yeah. <laughs> Versus you call us. Hi, whatever. Okay. What kind of car is it? What colors? What's a nice color? What should you, what uh, type of level of enhancement do you want? Are you happy with what it is? Do you just want it shiny? What do you want? Yeah. Then you, have, you, talk you have to, to ask, Yeah. You have to ask the qualifying questions because you have, because you want to, I always tell people, you know, we might have the service you want, but it might not be in your budget. So I want to ask you the qualifying questions for if that's not in your budget, how can we say, okay, well, we have this other product or process service. It's not quite as good, but you're getting a lot of the same thing and it does fit your budget. And the one of the best questions I ever ask, and it makes you close a lot more sales is how long are you keeping the car? Yeah. And they'll say, oh, why do you ask that? I'm like, well, if you're only keeping it for three years, don't put a five-year coating on that. Right. The second you say that, I want to save you money. They don't, they, everybody else, they call, oh, get the seven, get the nine, get yeah, the exactly. whatever, the max. Blah, blah, blah. No. And then, so you get through, you qualify them and then send them something, send them something in paper. Like you're able to, we do proposals and you can do, okay, this is my five-year price. This is your three years, the one year pick one. They steal that. 
I can assure you, unless your competition is super high end and they're at the same level, they are not sending them that. Yeah. So when they look back and they call three other shops and they get the, oh, it's going to be 1400 click. Or if they even answer the phone, it's going to be $1,400. Well, what? Okay. Versus they talk to you for 10 minutes. You give them 10 minutes of your time. You give them paperwork. And then if you have a system, great. If not, email them two days later or call them and say, listen, I'm just checking up with it. What did you think? You'll close all those. They're, oh, yeah. like, there's, you're, you'll sink everybody else around you. It's not really a competition. It's just, that's just what I am. I mean, like that's, if even if everyone else was doing that, that's what sales is. It's not, <laughs> it's not competition. It's just that that's how it should be. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I want to pause for another break here. We got to get everybody in in time, but man, I'm having a great conversation with you. Viper chairs are made in the U.S. using only the highest quality materials to ensure it can withstand whatever you put it against. Industrial grade foam padding that keeps you comfortable all day and non-marking four inch industrial grade polyurethane casters that can roll over anything that's in your shop. You know, unlike those cheaper quality chairs that most of us use that as soon as you hit a rock or a pebble or extension cord, you go flying off your chair. So go to viperindustrial.com and use the code DSP25 and save today. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I really like what you're saying with this, man. I, I, I think a lot of people, I mean, we're not, I, I feel like you're, you're kind of preaching right now, you know, like <laughs> I hope everybody gets a lot of information out of this. Um, the one thing I kind of want to do is um, I want to kind of get back into, into you. I mean, you know, I, I, you started off this thing talking about working with Dean and everything like that. And then we kind of, got on some really good, rant. really no i mean not a really a rant but we got on some good information yeah. but like i kind of want to like dive back in a little bit on on andrew and andrew's take you know take on on detailing and getting started and things like that so i mean like after you after you did your little time with dean and everything and kind of started out on your own like like how was that process for you i mean were you typically just kind of you know like everybody else just kind of taking smaller smaller jobs or did you because you had that experience with dean on some of the bigger stuff jumping right into it and you know take us from there like kind of how you built it up and got to where you are today so i started with um i got all the tools i needed after being with him for about a year i got the website set up it was just something i made on wordpress i got the google my business listing set up i got business cards all that got prepared I then um, reached out to a life coach. So I'm like, you know what? The business side, I got pretty good. Personal stuff, I have a lot of stuff to work on. So I reached out with them and they kind of helped me because I was scared to even answer the phone when I started. Like, it was oh, like, wow. like, yeah, like I was like, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, I, I have all the skills. I had more, I was overprepared 100%, but I'm still like, what if I fail? Like, I'm going to be on yeah. the street. Like, stuff like that. Like, all these thoughts I go through. I think that's everybody's thought, though, honestly. I mean, like, yeah. And, I realized after talking to life coaches, no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. Like if you get zero customers, you just work at a different job. Like he yeah. was like, you're never going to like, it's never going to be as bad as what you're thinking it's going to be. And it's true. So I started being mobile and I did, I think three mobile jobs I'm like this sucks. <laughs> I hate this. It's hot. Right. I hate, I can't use the bathroom when I want like just different stuff. So then my aunt at the time, she has a two and a half car garage. And I, so I reached out to her and I said, can I rent your garage? She's like, yeah she goes, sure i'm not there during the day anyway i'll make money while i'm not I'm like great yeah so then i started working there by myself 
Um, and then it just, from those community group posts, it just started building. I was having cars built up. Then the pandemic hit. I'm like, shit, what the hell am I going to do? Because I'm like, you read all these things online, right? When I was, because I was still working full time, I got laid off. And I'm like, you know, there's not a better time to start doing this than now. I have nothing to do. Right. So I'm like, fine. So I started making videos and uh, posts and it just kept going and going and going and going and going. And it got to the point where my work asked me to come back like four months later. And I said, I can't, I'm booked out three weeks. I I, <laughs> I have too many cards and they were all interiors. I wasn't ceramic certified or anything. That, right. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm still making more money than working there. And yeah, I'd rather do this. And then it just kept going. And then it got to the point where, okay, I want to do ceramic now. So I went to a ceramic company, which I'm not with now, but I learned with them and I got certified. I'm like, oh, but you know what? So I started doing cars, uh, ceramic coating cars, and like just friends of family. Like my first few cars were friends of friends. And all I did was post on Facebook and on my first pitch, I do ceramic coating now. You want your car done? Like literally like the most like archaic, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I do ceramic coating now. You want your car done? Message me. Yeah. I got like five messages. People <laughs> wanted their car. Done. So I'm like, okay. And but then I'm like, oh, this takes four days. This is brutal. The company I was with, I'm like this, I was working like, and these are stuff I don't talk about. Even my employees don't know. There was days where like, yeah, I knew how to polish cars, but you overthinking, like I have to get every scratch out of this car. They're paying a thousand dollars. It took four days. And like, I'm working 12 hour days. Cause I'm overthinking. It would take me like, for example, it would take me a whole day to wash the car and paint, correct the car whole right. day. Yeah. Now it takes me an hour and a half, two hours. So, but it would take me a whole day. I'm like 12 hours. Like I'm not working eight hours right now. And, or it's just little stuff. Like their products were really hard to put on. So it's like, I didn't have AC back then. The humidity is 90% outside. How the hell am I supposed to put this stuff on? It would be like syrup. I'm like, Oh my God. So I'm stressed out to the max. And then I got, but you learned. And there was times where like, I remember I looked at some of my family. I'm just like tired. I have to the end of the day. It's like nine o'clock. I'm literally like laying in like my stairs, like not even like on the, I'm on, I'm like, I'm done. Like, I can't do this. This is not working. Right. And then it just got to the point where like, there has to be an easier way. So then it got to, and this is like, a lot of people ask me like, you know, what's the best ceramic company? And I'm like, the one that works for you, because I, that's it. It's because if you can sell it and it's good, that's it. But so I was with one that didn't work for me and I didn't really believe in it. I would like people ask, Oh, I want to call for ceramic code. I'm like, yeah, you don't want that. I'll wax your car. Like I didn't even want to do it for four days. I didn't even want to, I'm like, I'm not making money doing this. So found another company works the next year. So we did, I did two ceramics my first year, the next year we did 150. Wow. <laughs> so but that's because I sold it and that's because they had different stuff. So like the company I was with, they didn't have a one-year product. So anyone I did wax for when you're able to, Oh, you have to get your wax done again. I'd yeah. say, you know what, let's put a one-year ceramic on it. It only costs this much more. You'll have to come back once a year. They get that done. They're excited, but it made a big difference. And like those struggles, like I remember I used to have to like, I didn't have AC. Now we have AC and heat because well, it's Canada, but it's also, we're around the border of Detroit. So we have high humidity. It's like okay. anytime, even like right now where it's not super humid, it's 60%. Like, so like, it's not like when it's hot, it, so it felt like, uh, uh, like at our hottest times, there was times where it feels like 125 and we're at 85% humidity. Yeah. Ceramic coatings, no like. <laughs> and so then. Listen, listen, man, I'm in central Florida. I know all about heat and humidity and ceramic coatings. That shit at that point is wipe on and wipe it the fuck off as fast as you can. <laughs> yeah. And 
my first car I ever did was a Mustang. I'll never forget those stupid rims putting on that rim coating. And it was, I had to freeze that to put the coating in the freezer and I'd have to make it super cold. I do like a quarter of the rim and I have to take it off really fast. And I do the other quarter, take it off really fast. And then when I get done the rim, I have to put it back in the freezer so I could do the next. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> it's no, no, no good. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, we, you know, uh, God, today was pretty bad. I didn't, I didn't really look at it today. I think it was, uh, it was higher humidity today than heat, honestly, because we we had storms last night and storms this afternoon. So during the day, it was higher humidity. I mean, it was probably ninety five ish or so. So it probably felt like a hundred and something. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it. You know, I was out doing my monthly maintenance washes today and washing cars at people's houses in their garages with no circulation and everything so you know i get done with one and i peel off a soaking shirt like i just jumped in the pool and you know towel myself down and throw on another shirt and head to the next house only to repeat the process over and over again (laughs) as i go along so yeah it's uh yeah it's no fun it's no fun yeah but it's one of those things where like i tell people stories and like how did you keep going like i have no idea that's how much i loved it i know it's like I, I literally I go like they're like how did you keep going I'm like I just loved it that much I don't think I didn't see any other options but to keep going and like yeah there was times where like I I have a famous story where and my employees laugh I tell them all this and because like how I treat my employees now where I go detailing's fun like we're not it's not gonna be stressful we're not doing heart surgery we're we're doing cars like yeah. nothing even if you burn through paint it's not life or death it's a mistake right. yes we're gonna learn from it but it's not, and we're not burning through paint, but I'm just saying like, there's nothing that I'm going to yell at you for where you're going to be scared to come to work. And this is the point where this is before I had AC and I was working on cars like crazy. I was doing like 12 hour days, if not more, I was working until like 12 o'clock at night, just grinding, which is stupid. And I remember I, I was in a, it was an Escalade and I got heat stroke and I passed out in my car. And I looked, I remember after that and, and after that, I'm like, you know, that wasn't worth it. I was not worth working 14 hours the night before and then coming back to work on this car and like almost like getting like really sick. And then you're not working for four days. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe I'll only do like two cars a day myself or whatever. Right. And right, then right. the next month after I bought an AC unit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, that is like, there, there's a lot of stories like that where it's like, no, it wasn't always easy. And I think you do have to struggle to kind of learn those tips where, yeah, you know what? An AC unit, it wasn't that expensive when you know you can't do as many cars or i mean it's not as expensive as you know not working for four days or whatever because you had a heat stroke or you know worse you know i mean and 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 at that time when you had the heat stroke were you working by yourself so yes i was by myself so like yeah you you said you passed out in the car do you know how long you were knocked out for oh probably i was just sick i was getting all over i couldn't see i couldn't yeah probably about 20 minutes. I remember I texted someone. I'm like, I'm not like, well, like, I, like there's something wrong, whatever. And I started drinking Gatorade and eating. I'm like, you know, I think I'm doing this too much. And then that's when I got to the point where it's like, Hey, like, why am I working this hard? Like, yeah. is, is there something else like in me that I'm like, who am I trying to prove wrong? Like, so that's where it kind of like clicked in my, I'm like, no one should be working this hard. Like yeah. it really shouldn't, you don't have to. And it wasn't a money thing. Like it wasn't like, oh, I need money to like live. It was more so it's like, oh, I got to prove them wrong. I got to make sure I'm like making it. And I can proudly say like right now I'm working a lot less hours, making a lot more money and the business a lot more successful with more people. 
And that's because I think I'm allocating my time better. And I'm not, I mean, yeah, I've been doing it for longer too, but you learn as you go. You don't have to be hustling. Like I see guys online where it's like, oh, I'm burning the midnight yeah. uh, oil. And it's, I'm like, no, like stop. I never, I never agree with that. I never understand it. I mean, at that point, it's almost like if you're, if you're having to work in the shop until one, two or three o'clock in the morning, at that point, you should probably consider hiring somebody. I mean, if you've got that much work, um, yeah, you should be hiring somebody. And if you can't afford to hire somebody, but you got that much work, then you probably need to hire, well, you, you either that, or you need to hire a, an accountant or a bookkeeper to tell you where you're going wrong with your spending. Um, because no, nobody should be doing that. I mean, I, I get on here. I mean, I, I don't push my business to be anything huge by any numbers. Um, you know, but I can live a comfortable life. I mean, we, we live a comfortable life with, with what I do. And I kind of consider myself as a part-time detailer because I'm, you know, maybe working 30 hours a week. I'm not working the 40 plus like most guys are. I work 30 plus I do, I do perfect at it, but that's also my choice because of, you know, my whole work-life balance where I want to be home with my wife and and my daughter and spend that time versus in the shop to make another, you know, $500,000, $2,000 that week. I'd rather sacrifice that and be home, be home with my family. Yeah. No, I was going to say, let's, uh, let's take another quick break real quick before you say what you're going to say. Oh man. Can somebody turn that down? Hey, I wanted to tell you how the Detailers Roadmap has increased leads and boosted my website's optimization on Google. The whole process from start to finish was a breeze and the Detailers Roadmap staff was there every step of the way. They have a full team of writers and designers to communicate with during your development. And with the Detailers Roadmap, your site is built to convert and rank high on Google's main page. So go to detailersroadmap.com and start your new site design today today i don't know why it cuts off soon it's so weird like like in the in the in the uh the original clip it says to today but for some reason when i moved it over to the sound pad it like cuts off right at the today, today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay chris is working on a new one so we'll have it soon um but but yeah i mean to, to kind of go back i mean that's that's just how i am you know i don't want to i don't want to do that and i think i think you're right like the people that are doing it are just crazy i mean that you're you're proof that you shouldn't be doing it you know at that point well and yeah. And the other thing is too, is employees were the best thing I ever did. And the reason why is when I got my first one um, and they're more so my team, like they're literally my family. Like we screw around all day. We make jokes. Right. Like it, it's fun. Like it's not like they're less than in any way. If anything, they make my team stronger because I ask them questions about the business or what should we do and whatever. And they have different things and different outlooks. And, but the biggest thing that um, they brought to me was number one time, but number two, it, it made it fun. Like when you're by yourself and it brought me back to like when I was with Dean and I was doing it for free and like, I loved it. And the reason, not that I didn't love it, but it was, it got hard when you're right. getting sick and whatever. Yeah. So it, it brought it back from like, Oh my God, I missed this. Like this, the, you walk in, you're screwing around or like whatever, and just laughing or smiling, or you get a really bad car. And you're just joking the whole time. Like, Oh, this is the yeah. cleanest car we ever had. Or like just stuff like that. Right. Right. Exactly. It made it fun. And the other thing too, with them is, 
they're better than me. Like, and that's like when people hear that's like, what do you mean? Like I, I was in a different shop and my employees, they're free to like, when I teach them, they polish cars themselves. I have a hundred, I'll look at the car after, but I have a hundred percent faith that they will do a good job. And they do, they are, cool. I'll put them against anybody. Everybody that I hired to date has never been a detailer before. So oh. that's just like, I just find people. I'm like, you know what? I mesh with you. You'll, you can joke and you'll be good in our shop. hundred percent. You're hired. Great. I pay them more than what like minimum wages so they get into it like oh my gosh it's exciting and then you teach them everything they want and then they're happy and they're not good. like they don't leave because they're like you know what like like one of them uh used to be an account and right in the beginning he got a job offer was a dollar more and it was like working like a college and like financially he goes i don't want to do that like that's gonna be the biggest headache ever right. in my life he goes or i can come to work here and just be happy he goes i'd rather be happy right right so, and that's where uh, Ivan really preached to me is he goes, make it so it's fun and make it so they're paid well and make it so you're not like, you're okay with them being better than you. I have one guy who can polish better than me. I can, I will hundred percent tell him that yeah. I had another employee before would back. He was the vacuuming expert. I can't, I can't stand vacuuming. I hate it. It's the worst part of the detail. <laughs> I am he would, right there with you. <laughs> he would sit there for 45 minutes and make the carpets, whatever. And I'm like, Hey, fine. But he was faster than everything else. So it didn't matter. I'd yeah. have customers go, I don't know what your vacuum changed. My carpets never been cleaned. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like I would yell at him, like, hurry up, like stop yeah, yeah. taking 45 minutes. <laughs> he would just sit there. And it would be perfect whatever and like i remember he'd pull the car out and check it outside and you see him always grab the vacuum and touch up like little spots i'm like you're wasting our time like we right, have cars right. I, but then we start getting compliments where it's like i don't know what you did but the vacuuming was perfect i'm like yeah because i did your car the first time and then he's doing it the second time he's better but yeah <laughs> but that's what it is is employees you're not going to be the best i'm 100 okay with saying you know what you're better than me at this can you do right. it and they're they're confident when i when you tell them that you're like you know what like you're better than me yeah and a lot of times it's, you know, this was one of the things I used to have to, to kind of teach my, my bosses or the owners of the car wash when I worked for them, because, you know, it was kind of the same, same mentality that you're talking about. Like, we like to have fun. We like to joke. We like to, you know, as long as we were working, I, I didn't care. Like we could be goofing off and playing around or whatever. And they didn't like, they didn't agree with that. Right. They're like, oh, this is a workplace. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I always try to tell them, like, you know, you attract more flies with honey, right? Um, and it's and it's it's a it's the added there the, it's the atmosphere that you put into it. I mean, if you're just, you know, treating everybody like assholes all day long and screaming and yelling at them, you're never going to keep people, you know. And that was the thing when I when I ran the car wash because it was such a fun atmosphere and the way that we did things, we didn't have a lot of turnover, you know. We would have st- stacks of applications that when it was finally time to go through and hire somebody we'd be like well this is like from last year this is from like six months ago like you know we're calling people and they're like yeah i got a job like a long time ago like whatever but that's just that's just how it was you know and and so i think that's cool that you do that um when was it that you like finally made that decision like i need to hire somebody like, was it when you passed out in a car by yourself and you needed somebody to be like, to resuscitate you or? Uh, no, it was probably the next year. Like I probably passed out in the car probably in September. Okay. And then I hired somebody, I think spring of the next year. Um, I hired, it ended up where I had pretty much a full-time employee and a part-time. Um, the part-time only worked one day on the weekends. I'm like, you know what? And I worked with him before, so I knew he was fine. So, you know what? Yeah, I'll keep you just in case the other one gets sick or whatever. I'll have you while you're in school work only on right. Saturdays. Sure. Right. 
Um, and then, yeah, it just kept going and it just made things easier. And yeah, like you said, the work's good. Um, like I talked to a lot of detailers, even around us. And I think they either, they put value into different things. They either put a lot of money in their pocket, like they'll pick one, they'll put money in their employees' pockets or they'll give their customers value. Yeah. So they'll do stuff for cheap, give them a deal, or they make their employees happy. For me, it's always been the employees. Like, sure, obviously I like money in my pocket and sure, I love to give good value, but I also, I'm okay with charging a fair price to make them happy. So like, you know what? Yeah, at the end of the month, we're going to go out and get dinner somewhere. Or um, yeah, I'm going to buy you all Starbucks. Or yeah, we're going to go, whatever, you want this? Sure. Or well, I had one guy who, who was 18, loved Kool-Aid jammers. Don't know why, but loved them like to death. <laughs> buy them a box and throw it in the fridge. Hey like man. little I mean who like can that. who can turn down a good Kool-Aid though, right? Only red or blue. Yeah. Only re- don't get any of the other colors or I mean re- I'm I'm with I'm with them on the red. I'm not I'm not a big Kool-Aid a blue Kool-Aid fan. Whatever. But only yeah. those two colors. If you get the wrong one, he'd complain. But anyway, <laughs> but that was part of the fun. We're like doing like, yeah, or the other thing too that I started doing, and this in the beginning was when we'd have a coding job and it'd be done right. We couldn't work. So like we'd be done at three, and I'd say, you know what, just go home. You're you're getting paid till five. The amount of people in their lives are like what you're getting paid till five and you're done at three yeah like stuff like that where they're so happy and like yeah from an accounting perspective they're looking at my accountants looking at me like what the hell like how much unpaid wages yeah, are yeah. You like just letting and there's a lot but they're happy they right. love coming to work like i've employed like one now has been with me for a year gonna be a year and a half soon and it's he loves it. And even the second one, I had one for the summer last year, he came back. He's like, I don't want to work anywhere else. Like, I, I want to come back. I'm like, nice. okay. Nice. It's like that. You take care of them. But what was the, what was the like defining moment to hire them? Like when, like, what was it that made you go like, okay, I need to, I need to bring somebody in. Ivan. Um, I wouldn't have hired anybody if Ivan LaCroix didn't tell me to. And it was at the point where I trust him that much where he's like, when you get one, it'll pay for itself. Um, if, and also the other thing is if you're booking more than two weeks, hire somebody. Yeah. And that's where I was booking like two months. Like okay. when I hired them, I was only doing interiors back then when I was hiring them. And I'm like, I, I can't, like, I literally cannot work. Cause I was only doing like maybe like two cars in a day ish. And with the employees, you can obviously do more. Um, but that's where it was when I was. And he said, remember when it was right in the beginning, I go, how, he goes, how long are you booking? I'm like a month and a half. He goes, Oh, there's something wrong. <laughs> like, and when I heard that, I'm like, Oh, like I was like scared. But that's, that's kind of a but that's kind of a bragging point for detailers, right? Like, oh, I'm booked out a month and a half. I'm booked out. I hate honestly. I hate booking that far out because I'm I'm so, I, and I get like, oh, take a deposit, blah 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 blah, right? But I'm so afraid that in a month and a half or two months they're gonna find they're just gonna give up and they're gonna go find somebody else, right? And and like, oh yeah, but you know, well, you took a deposit. Like, so what the deposits, like most people are taking, I mean, some people take 50%, but still let's, okay, let's say 50%. I don't think that that's good enough to cover me for the week. I'd rather have a hundred percent, you know, for that week or, or for those, you know, two days or whatever for a coding job, or even if it's, you know, uh, or if it's an interior, right. 50% of an interior is definitely not going to be really enough for the day. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's where I think it's a bragging point for some people, but I think it's a dumb bragging point. Ivan told me a really good quote and I will remember it because it's etched in the back of my head. If you're over two weeks, you're doing your customer's disservice. Yeah. And after I heard that and I said, you know what, he's right. I said, we got to keep it under two weeks or like the most will hit probably three weeks now. And yeah, you get the guys I'm booked out three months. 
who wants to wait three months to get their car done? You right. can say, oh, it's because I'm great and they're going to come to you. Sure. They hey, might. I just, hey, I just bought this brand new car. I want to get it ceramic hooded before it gets fucked up. Oh, well, we're three months out. Like, yeah, it'll be fucked and, up in three months. And I'm okay with that. Like, cause at, one, at some point, once you start getting successfully, you just start thinking like a business owner, not a detailer. Yeah. And that's something where he's told me too. And that's one of the things that Rennie said that sticks to me is Rennie says you have to start thinking like an entrepreneur and stop thinking like a detailer. <laughs> and that's that ever since he said, I mean, he says it a lot, but when the first time I heard him say that, like, that's, that's the thing that stuck in my mind. And I think that's where a lot of people miss out on. Well, and I feel for the guys that all they know is the Facebook groups. Like a lot of the stuff you see in the groups where it's like, my cars are perfect, or your customers don't see all that. Like hundred percent, we have cars that leave. I can tell you right now that are scratched after we coat them. Shiny scratches. Shiny scratches. That's the, the new term, man. <laughs> because the customer is more than happy. When I right. tell them that, okay, we're just going to do a one step, just a paint enhancement. And we'll put the coating on. Are you okay with that? It's going to be a shiny. Whatever. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. They don't see all that. They don't. they don't see. No, they don't care. And they're more than happy. And, you know, they're also happier when I say my coating only takes 24 hours. Do I need to keep it? No. Do we keep it overnight? Yeah. They don't want you to be up without a car for four days. I have some yeah. guys that are around me that um, I'm the rep for SB3 for Ontario, so I'm biased. But like, I had another detail around me. He's like, oh, I keep the car for four days. So they know it's quality. I'm like, you're just pissing them off for four days. They have no car for four days. They just bought this new Corvette. They're keeping it for four days. Yeah. Why? Like, why are you doing that? And it's something where when I say one day, like, oh, the other guy says you can use these lamps. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Like, you can do whatever you want. You get yours in a day. Like, like, yeah. like it's whatever. When you start thinking like that, like how convenient can I make it for you? They're, they're happy. It's not, it's not like an ego thing. Like that's, and I think that's where some people kind of um, get lost. They're like in hardcore ego detailer mindset. Yeah, it's it's definitely the egos. I mean, we have to chase every scratch. We have to make it absolutely perfect. There's no way in the world that anybody can release a car with scratches on it. I mean, you're just doing the whole industry a disservice. You're tarnishing your name. You're tarnishing the name of the coding company. You know, honestly, I mean, I, I'll 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 go on your you know your SP3 guy. I, I love Barry to death, but I don't think Barry gives a shit. Like he, you've already paid him for that bottle of coating, like, and he's selling a lot more. Like you're going to put it on, you know, if you're going to make shiny scratches and make your client happy and you're going to keep buying SB3, Barry is, you know, he's just sitting back, feet up on the desk, counting money, you know? Well, it's the other thing too, is are they paying for what you're doing? If I have a customer is paying us to two-step the car, wet sand, whatever, sure, we will do it to the nines and it will look perfect. Yeah. If they're paying for a one-step, I'm not two-stepping the car. And it's not that they don't deserve it. It's not that the car is not prepped. And it's not that the car is fine. The coating will stick to The coating does not care if there's a scratch in the car. It'll stick yeah. to it. Yeah. And it, it doesn't. And what else you learn too is the longer you install it, those scratches got there somehow. And I have a customer that, okay, well, two-step a car last year, brings it back. It's all scratched up again. Oh, well, I like that automatic car wash. I'm like, I told you oh, not to yeah. do that. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Well, not only that, man. I mean, let's be honest, you know, um, we can, we can wash a car. We can do it, you know, absolutely perfect. Top to bottom, you know, switching out your, 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 um, hand mitt your brushes whatever all that stuff right but the minute you put your drying towel on it and you do that about oh 
50 times a year because they come to you every week to for a maintenance wash or something like that eventually it's going to start getting oh, yeah. rolls and scratches in it i mean there's just no way around it but but no we don't do that you know it's no way well, it's just a different mindset now i don't want people to think when i say that that oh we're going to be the cars that leave are terrible looking and they're rusting and falling apart and that's not what i mean but it's just do the service that they're paying for and like make the client happy that's it what do they want it's all that matters the biggest thing i learned with coding cars i don't know if i haven't taught me this someone said it is do you have any points in the car that bother you and they will show you the smallest scratch on the bottom of the door they don't see the big one where they hit a pylon on the other side or or the 50 million swirl scratches that are like making that black car down to a light gray color because there's no reflectivity on it i did one today where the guy he goes okay whatever super nice guy just was the interior and he goes there's a scratch i really want you to look at it super clean like literally vacuum it it's done okay so like sure let's look at it it's this little scratch about three inches long right by the headlight like okay that's weird spot yeah i can get it out it's light like barely anything then you look at the other side of the car the bumper is ripped off pretty much the whatever it's scratched all the way down so i polish it the ones oh it looks great i go what happened he goes oh i hit my watch on it he doesn't notice the other one that he hit a pylon with because he did the one with his watch. And that's the one that really right. bothers him. But yeah. he'll tip you $75 because you did that. But he doesn't care about the one where he hit the pylon in the middle of the parking lot, scratched all the way down. Exactly. So, like, they don't see what you see. And it's not like it's, there's yellow paint on the side of the car. Like, it's quite obvious <laughs> what happened. But it's still, that's that's what it is, is make them happy. And that and it's hard. It's hard to do when I was new and I would spend that long paint cracks. And once you get in the minds of what right. do they want? Right. And- because, because when you're on the groups and that's all you hear is you got to be perfect. You got to be perfect. You got to be perfect. You got to, you know, yeah, you got to, you got to hold your name to a higher level. You got to hold the, the coding company to a higher level. You got to hold whatever to a higher level. And that, and that's all, you know, um, you know, and then eventually you realize that, you know, you could spend, four days on the car and the client's just going to walk in and be like, looks great. Here's your money. And they hop in and they drive it out, you know, and splish splashing down through every puddle in the road because it, you know, rained the night before or something like that. I mean, I had a client, you know, I had a client and it was pouring down rain in the afternoon. Um, and I said, Hey, you know, can we put this off till tomorrow? And he's like, why? And I'm like, well, it's raining. And he's like, and? And I'm like, well, I don't want to deliver it in the rain. He's like, it's going to get rained on at some point. I'll be there in 20. I was like, all right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and the same thing. Like he walked in, he, you know, the, the lights in the shop are flooding it, makes it look wet. He's like, oh my God, it looks so great. He's like, you know, you're, so, you're a master at your skill. Like he's complimenting me, blah, 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 blah hands me his credit card and his daughter hops in the car and pulls it right out in the rain. And I just cringe because I know like everything is just getting sprayed up on it and, and everything. But, you know, that was was second car for him and line, you know, down the road, there's going to be another one when it, when it, you know, it's on order and it gets here and whatever. Well, to them, it's just another car to us. It's our life. Yeah. But really you want, you want to make sure that like, that's what you hear a lot is, Oh, my name's on it. But your name's not on it. It doesn't matter. When you're in a parking lot, they don't say, oh, Excelsior, 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 Excelsior. Yeah. They say black Mazda, pink, whatever, yeah. white Corolla. They don't see that. They saw one and they're happy. They're happy with it. And then they'll bring it back. It, it's fine. Like it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
exactly. Listen, let's take our last commercial break before we uh, wrap this up. Obert Car Care started as a compounding experiment, then developed into a passion to create a simple, effective paint correction system and took years to perfect. Obert created compounds that matched perfectly with pads and created a system to remove the guesswork from paint correction and polishing your vehicle. Go to obertcarcare.com. Don't forget to use the code DSP at checkout to get your free product with purchase. Yeah, so, you know, you're absolutely right. They're, they're not looking at the vehicle and seeing you. And where we as detailers, I mean, I know we don't want to, but like realistically, you know, I don't give a shit if they go running through the car wash, you know. I mean, it's just, you know, in a year or two, they're going to bring it back to me. And I'm going to be like, oh, well, you know, it's going to need a, a little light polish and we're going to need to retop it. And, you know, hey, it's a, you know, not going to be as much as the first go around, but I'm going to make more money on it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just tell people, listen, it's it's your car. Do with it with what you want. All I can do is just is educate you on how to make this coating perform and last as long as you want it to. But if you want to take it and go run right down to the down the street to the car wash and run it through there, it's your vehicle. I can't tell you no. You know, I can't. Yeah, yeah and that's the thing. Like I've heard detailers were like, "Oh, they don't deserve a ceramic coating." What are you doing? I'm like, yeah. what do you mean they don't? Like that stuff is. I'm like, no way. Like everybody deserves it. They're gonna like it. They're gonna enjoy it. You I don't, don't. I don't agree with those people that are like, "Well, if they're gonna run it through the car wash, I'm not selling them a ceramic coating." You know what? Send them to me because Alex yeah. does not leave money on the table. Yeah, I will take. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, think of me what you will. You know, if that's going again, make the client happy. That's it. That's all you gotta do. Exactly. First rule of business: customer's always right. Sorry. But, yeah, but, you're in, you know? you're in the customer service business. Right. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Make the client happy. And if making it happy is putting a coating on his car for him to go run it through the car wash, then so be it. Yeah. Again, when he comes back to me, hey, Alex, you know, this or that. Well, you've been running it through the car wash, haven't you there, bud? <laughs> yeah, I kind of have. All right. Well, you know, look, not a big deal. Just do light polish on it. We'll throw another single layer on top of it to boost the hydrophobics back up. Bada bing, bada boom, you're good. And they'll thank you for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're going to say. Absolutely. Because you're helping them. It's the same thing. You're bringing them back to value. They, and it's different. Like, you're not like, go bring it through the car wash. Like, yeah. what happened? It's like, no, they're going to do what they want to do. And you're going to educate them. This isn't good. And it's like people, it's like smoking. It's another good example. A doctor's yeah. always going to tell you, stop smoking. You're not going to stop until something happens. And then the okay. next person will say, well, this happened because you did this. Oh, okay. So how do we fix that? Right, <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I'm when I'm passed out from heat heat from a heat stroke in my car, then I then I realize I need to do something, right? Yeah, we need to buy AC and we need to take work life balance. Yeah, exactly. that's exactly right. <laughs> All right, well, listen, Andrew, man, I appreciate you doing this. Um, you know, I I uh, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad we did this, man. I think you had a lot of really really good things to say. Um, you know, from a from a business side that maybe maybe some people need to hear um that we haven't really kind of talked about before um so i think that's a, a really good thing um you know i loved hearing your story 
uh, love hearing about how your growth is and everything like that. I love that you come, you know, from, you know, as a, a recommendation kind of from Dean, I mean, Dean, Dean's been, Dean's been awesome. I mean, uh, I can't give that guy enough credit. I, I remember when he first reached out to me and, you know, he told me I was popular in Canada and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm popular in Canada. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, everybody up here knows who you are. I'm like, what? Cause ain't nobody in the United States knows who I am. Like, what are you talking Dean, about? <laughs> Dean. Yeah. Dean's one of the best things ever happened. He knows everybody, like everybody. Yeah. You, and it's just him talking to people like he'll, yeah. he'll whatever. I'll ask him a question. He goes, let me ask Levi Gates pulls them up right on like Facebook, like messenger, like this will talk like, what the hell? Like, where do you get? Yep. Let yeah. me call this person. Like he just knows everybody. It's, yeah. He's an amazing guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm glad he put us in touch, man. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Dean. I appreciate it. Thank you, Andrew, for coming on, man. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. I hope you had a good time um so yeah man uh oh um because i've been forgetting this lately uh so if anybody would like to reach out to you and maybe kind of you know bend your ear a little bit on some of the things you were talking about you know tonight with like the little clips and things like that like what's the best way for people to reach out to you like where are they getting a hold of you at? so you can message me on facebook andrew st pierre or you can just email the business at uh, info info at excelsior e-x-c-e-l-s-i-o-r detailing.ca um i'll answer anything all right cool deal man hey i'm gonna um probably shoot you a message this week or whatever uh i want to get your girl's information i want to see sure. what she, what she what she charges for the social media stuff because i might one of the best things i ever did was helping with organic posts yeah because that's that's the only thing that i'm not doing um and i've and, and i've never really been a big fan of it um but if you've got somebody who's doing it and knows what they're doing and it's working for you um it might be something i want to check into so I'll, sure. I'll reach out to you like monday or something like that um and and get her information from you but sure. yeah man uh again man I, I really appreciate you coming on and doing this um i hope you had a good time and uh we'll chat soon yeah thanks for having me all right buddy have a good night you too bye